This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Get up and go breakfast at 8.37 on a Thursday. Look, we, we can't have uh, uh, conversations around entering into a brand new year and a brand new season without talking about money. We can't get away from it. We know sometimes it feels like December uh, and January are like the longest months. And there's expenses. Schools have already started. And uh, it's the uniforms and it's the books and it's the everything else. And all the other challenges that go together with it. But sometimes the biggest problems we have with our finances are that we just don't manage things well. And that's tough to admit. We need a bit of help, and we've got someone who's going to do that. It's a familiar voice by now here on Breakfast. It's Esther Ush, Product Head of F&B Money Management. Here she is on the line. Good morning, Esther. Super talking to you again. All the best for this new year. Thank you. Bad morning, listeners. It's lovely to be back with you guys. Thank you so much. So what we need to do when it comes to finances, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, yes, and you need to help us, is that we can't just rush into these things and do this year exactly what we did last year because we're going to get the same results as we did last year. And for many people, it's a very undesirable result. So we need to take some time out and get our financial ducks in a row. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Brad, you, you hit the nail on the head. It is a new year, so we all do, you know, we all do health New Year's resolutions. We can see the gyms are full. We can yeah. healthy, you know. We're doing all of that, but why don't you do New Year's resolutions for your finances as well? Yes. And that's why we really say spend time on a personal financial day. Even earlier in the year, mm. this is the month time, maybe this weekend, sit down and really have a proper look at what your finances are and what are the goals that you're tracking towards. Yeah, and if there are problems, ignoring them is not going to make the problems go away automatically. It's going to take some good management. And uh, I think having a budget, I mean, that's really, that's finances 101, but uh, something that we still get wrong. No, 100%, but absolutely. And you know, the budget is literally a cornerstone of your financial plan going forward because that is where you can see where your money is going, first of all, and what are the things that you need to cut back on. So, you know, and Brad, I'm going to use a personal example. Mm. Um, I went to the store, I think it was two days ago, I went up to my local grocery store. I needed to buy two things. Mm. I walked out to two bags. So instead of spending 70 bucks, I've spent 350 bucks. Oh, my goodness. And that's the unconscious spend that you need to take care of. I mean, you know, and we've all had it. You know, mm. buy a coffee regularly on the way to work or something like that. All those small things add up. So, so really sit down, go and have a look at what your, what your spending has been. Okay, December's normally a little bit of a different one. Look at the, your, your sort of spending trades over the last couple of months and say, okay, instead of doing coffee three times a week, I'm only going to do it once a week, and then mm. you can save easily 300 bucks a month. And of course, use the tools that are available, like it can be smart budget tools, yeah. just to see where are the places that you can free up cash flow uh, for yourself, so you can set yourself up for the rest of the year. Um, I, I was listening to, to a, a, an audio book recently, Esther, of someone who was talking about the same things that you've just been talking about and, and was, uh, you know, was equating the, this number that you've shared, sort of how much you might spend twice a week on a coffee and then what it looks like per month. And uh, he was equating it so some people say, oh, you know, it's nothing. It's just so, so many rands every, every month. But he said you, you cut down by having one less and he did some uh, calculating with compound interest that you would get from a quality, uh, uh, you know, quality investment account and spoke about how many tens of thousands over a number of years you were literally drinking and, uh, as he said, literally flushing down the toilet. And when it comes to money, we have to change our mindset around money. Uh, and I think that's a, also a fantastic place to start is how we think about money and how we want to use money. What do we want? 
Do we just want to make it every month or do we want to create wealth? So, you know, it really, I feel like this is such a, a vital time for us to make some good choices. Yeah, 100%. And let, let's use it. So if you think about it. If you buy takeaways, you buy a coffee, 100 and twice a week, um, that's very quickly 800 bucks a month. Mm. Now, 800 bucks a month, if you put that into a unit trust for a long-term goal or something like that, as you say, that's proper wealth creation. And please, we're not the fund police at F&B. What we're saying is just be conscious of where your money is going. <laughs> Rather, do, you know, do coffee once a week or mm. do takeaways once a week. And that's saving, put it towards that long-term wealth and see how your money grows. It takes a while for it to grow, but it's that compounding effect. And the earlier you start, the better it is for you. Yeah, exactly right. And oftentimes we say we can't afford something, but if we just realize we have that one less coffee, that one less takeaway, that holiday at the end of a few years that you want to take overseas is not an impossibility. 100%. Absolutely. I mean, just literally taking this example of, you know, sort of saving 400 rand a month. Okay, it might not be an overseas holiday at the end of the year, but you say 400 rand a month, that's 4,800 rand at the end of the year. That, that, is, that could be your spending money for your festive season yeah. in December. And now another thing for us to focus on is our debt and our credit status, Esther. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, your credit status or, or your credit record is very much a report card on how you're managing your debt. Mm. Um, and the better your credit status, if you need debt or you need credit for things like buying a house or buying a car or something like that, um, the better your credit status, the better chance you're going to get that loan and the better rate you're going to get it. So mm. you really want to be very mindful of having your credit record or credit status in the best possible position that you can get it in. Um, of course, you, you can get the credit report once a year for free from one of the general sort of guides or alternatively, again, just check on the F&B app. But that's the first step. That's the one component. The next thing that you need to do is you need to have a proper position of what your, your debt is like. So, you know, make... Sit down, and again, in this personal financial day this weekend, mm. sit down and make a list of everyone that you owe money to. I mean, I'm even talking about your best mate that you borrowed 50 bucks from yeah. over the weekend. <laughs> you know, so right through to your home loan, your car. And then go and have a look and see what the interest rates are, how much you're paying for that in a month. And there's a couple of things that you can do. So, you know, we spoke about freeing up cash flow in that budgeting or, you know, giving up your coffee. Mm. You can take some of that freed up cash flow and put it towards paying off your debt sooner. And, you know, there's sort of two ways that you can pay off your debt. You can pay it off avalanche method, which is the highest interest rate item, or alternatively, you pay off the smallest amount first, that 50 bucks you owe to your mate. Yeah. But, but the idea is to get a real proper view of where you are in your debt and what are some of the smart moves that you can do to start slowly, slowly getting out of that expensive type debt, that small, unsecured type debt, you know, um, the, 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 the lifestyle debt is what mm. we call it as well. Uh, and what yeah. about, and, and what about uh, putting some money aside every month so that you've got a buffer uh, of, of like a few, uh, a few months' earnings in your savings? Yeah. Um, no, 100%. You know, we very, we, we very much say that the person needs to have an emergency buffer. You need to have emergency savings available. So the guideline, again, is having between one and three months' worth of income available in emergency. I can bet you know emergencies happen. Mm. Um, I mean, it could be you need to take the kids to the doctor unexpectedly, the geezer burst, you have a bumper patch. Yeah. So having this sort of money available in, a, in an account that's easily accessible, sort of less than seven days, or even putting it into your bond if you can access it there, yes. is really a good way of 
just if there is a crisis, if there is an emergency, you don't need to go into further debt or further credit mm-hmm. in order to get yourself out of that emergency. So, again, small changes here. So, you know, that coffee that we spoke about, no, no, yes. 200 rand a month, put that into an emergency savings, that's 2,400 rand a year. So it's just those small little changes that you can start doing. Um, and what about uh, uh, insurance, making sure that you've got covering for these things so that uh, you won't have to sit with a huge bill if you uh, have that yeah. bumper bashing you were talking about? Yeah, 100%. And, and, you know, it's important that you check this on, a, on an annual basis that what you're insuring and covering is what you need to insure and cover. So, you know, are you dry? Is the car insurance you have the most appropriate? And get advice from this. Check to someone that knows what they're talking about. Mm. You know, are the premiums that you're paying right? Has, is the premium going up? Why is it going up? Is the premium going down? Check if you what the excess is on your car. So that's the amount that you have to pay in first before the insurance payment. Have you got money to cover that excess? Yeah. That's the one side. But then the other side is ensure, obviously, that your long-term insurance, so if you've got financial dependence, kids, wife, spouse, partner, um, that your financial dependence are looked after should the worst happen. Mm-hmm. And again, getting into this habit of checking these things on an annual basis, that it addresses the needs that you have. And then putting some money away for retirement. I mean, the, you would know the <laughs> statistics, Esther, of people that, are, that will reach 65, 70 and won't be able to retire. Yeah, so the stats at the moment is that only 6% of South Africans can afford to retire comfortably wow. or financially independent. So, so that's, a, that's a very scary statistic. And, you know, uh, and, and, when we, and I do a lot of talks and I do a lot of uh, sort of radio interviews. And when we chat to, to guys, they say, oh, but I'm only 20. I don't need to provide for retirement. The earlier you provide for retirement, the better it is for you. And I know mm. it's not if you're in your 20s, a great thing to think about retirement. But genuinely think, you know, what are my retirement goals? Do I want to... In retirement, you know, have sit at home and garden, or do I want to travel? Do I, you know, what do I want to have a second career? Think about all of those things. What are your retirement goals? And then get financial advice about how much you should be saving towards that goal. And the earlier you start, the better it is, and the less that you need to save at this moment in time to reach those long-term financial goals. But again, get the proper, proper advice to get, uh, to get you on the right track. Yeah, uh, Esther, just uh, in closing this morning, we spoke about this quite a lot on, on this program uh, last year during Will and Testament Week. Again, you're saying if you're, mm. in your tw- if you're in your 20s, you don't always think of retirement, but you know when you're alive and well and, and, and going on, the last thing you're thinking about is your Will and Testament. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, it, it could be such, and it's really not nice thinking about something as, as depressing as a will, um, but it's important to get mm. this document. Uh, to get this document in, in, in place. And as you say, the, we, there was World's Week there as well. But, you know, just check it on an annual basis. Make sure that it reflects, again, what you want. You know, the person that you appointed as guardians of your kids, do you still talk to them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you still friends with them? And then it's, it's also if you've had any sort of major life change, like getting married, having a child, getting divorced, you know, you need to update your will so that it reflects your most recent wishes. Yeah, thanks so much. These are some uh, great and important tips. And take that, set that time aside. It's great listening to this on the radio, maybe even going to check out the podcast later. But unless we're actually going to have that finance day and we're actually going to sit down and figure all of these things out, then it's just a whole lot of talk. And, well, you can't put talk in the bank. So make some smart choices. And let's follow Esther, the expert. It's Esther Ush. She's a product head of F&B Money Management. We love hanging out with you, Esther. Thanks for your time this morning. And thanks for these tips. And have yourself a great day. Awesome. Thank you, Brad. And thank you, listeners. Have a great day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.